It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates. Here we go. It's the Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast on a Tuesday? What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Now How you, are you? Now, you did the warm-up show today. Yes, I did. Uh, that was on WFAN Radio. Yep. Uh, then you then you are on the radio. You uh, co-hosted with Boomer Esiason today. Yes. Did that for four hours. And now uh, we're doing the post-game show. Yes. So more time for you. You you will be on the air almost as long as Mike Francesa today. Responsibilities. How I can't does that walk feel? away from our, As long as you're good with it, I'm good with it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. How did you feel today went, Jerry? I thought it went well. I mean... That's not what everyone's saying. No, I'm just kidding. That's fine. No, I mean, no. I, it, listen, if you're tuning in looking for Boomer and Craig, I'm not... I, I can't be Craig. I'm not going to try and be Craig. I'm going to be me. Try and have some fun. And... I look at it this way, Al, and I've said this to you off the air. I'll say it to you on here. On the podcast. If the uh, Yeah, I mean, if the idea is to just bring someone in here to get through four hours or, you know, to do a show with Boomer, I can do that. I mean, I right. don't, you know, I'm, I covered the Dallas Cowboys. Well, excuse me. I do pre and post game for the Dallas Cowboys on a national level. I, you know, you know, I do play by play. I've been sitting here for 10 years. I think I'm more than qualified to sit in that chair. You've been um, in the business, Jerry. I'm not saying that I'm a replacement by any stretch, but when there is a need, I'm here. And I don't think, I don't know, you tell me. A scale of 1 to 10, if you told me it was a 5, I'd say okay. I would say higher than a 5, Jerry. All right, good. To me, I think that's good. And, it, you know, the whole thing, too, is trying to, I find for this to work, whether it's for a week, a month, a year, or a day, in my opinion, you and Eddie have to be involved. And the hard thing is figuring that out because it came very easily for Craig. Mm-hmm. Very easy. So for me, I looked in the newspaper trying to find some stories that maybe Boomer would not want to discuss. And that was kind of a good way. They're current topics. I'm not making crap up and I'm not being someone I'm not. And I thought it went well today for the most part. I agree, Jerry. It was uh, comfortable. It felt like, um, it felt like here's the differences. When it's just the group here, minus Craig, it feels like the show minus Craig. Right. When you add another person in the mix, uh, no offense to like a Brandon Tierney, but that type, then it feels like, uh, it feels weirder. It feels like we're trying to do something else. Right. Phil Sims, I think, fits in well, because he and Boomer have such chemistry that they bust each other's balls, and that uh, feels different. So I was uh, very happy with today's program. Good. I'm happy that tomorrow is uh, the same program with uh, CeeLo in your seat, because I don't like when you're co-hosting and have to do updates. Right. So I thought today worked out well. Good. I'm glad. By the I way, was that happy. means something, because you're a tough critic. I'm a very, I hate everything, Jerry. <laughs> and yes. I will tell you that no. you got positive reviews on Twitter, which is very hard to get. Well, that's good. I tried to stay off it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was I right on it. it three times. Okay. Just to see how much they hated me, and you know, they some were nice. Did, some didn't, and it was fine. I would say, I would say things went very positively, Jerry. Well, the fact that Boomer said I'm coming back tomorrow—that's good. That's a good sign. Yes, Jerry. We know that uh, there was a big hurricane down in Florida, 
And uh, evidently there are Florida alligators. Now, the articles say Florida alligators may be on the loose after Hurricane Irma. Yes. Okay. Because You know why? Yes. Because of the flooding, they get out of the lakes and they wind up still underwater roaming the streets. So the water then washes away and you've got alligators sitting there at a red light. But here's the thing. I lived in Florida. Okay. I had I lived in a condo. Two bedroom condo, Jerry in a gated community. <laughs> yeah, good for you, Al. By the way, you could buy that condo today for like fifty grand. Yeah. Florida real estate very cheap. <laughs> Especially today. Yes. Uh oh, even more so. You're yes. right. I thought that's what you meant. But no, but in my condo that I had, there were these kind of little man made uh, ponds and lakes. The sorts of things you would see in a golf course, but sure. they were around the the condo. There were alligators roaming around there. Yeah. So I don't know that it's that different. Did you ever Florida. run into one? I did, o- often. Really? Yes. And what do you do? You just ignore them. It's very strange. It, and you it, learn to deal with it, and it doesn't freak you out, right? Right. Like you would meet, You might be riding your bike. You, you would be careful if you're driving through a, a community with uh, small lakes or small ponds. Any body of water they would go into because they'd often be sunning themselves on the grass right next to the water. Right. So people learned that when they were walking their dogs or biking or jogging just to be on the lookout for these alligators. And they wouldn't go after the animals? They wouldn't go after the dogs? I don't think so. Maybe if they were one startled the other one or something like that. But uh, it was very bizarre. And you would occasionally, I did... I have uh, many pictures of uh, just in the parking lot of my condo, an alligator walking. Really? Yeah, in the parking lot. See, that is weird. Very strange, because you get nervous, and at night you would hear them, like, hissing. I don't think I'd go out. And they'd be outside. Yeah. I mean, you see eyes, these two little beady eyes in the dark. It takes some getting used to. I don't know that I'd get used to that. But if you did, I guess I could. Yes, I did get used to it, to have alligators just roaming around. So, yeah, they're worried that there's just gators all over Florida now. Scary stuff. Very scary stuff, Jerry. Let me see what else I have for you today on this podcast. Uh, this you're going to think is fugazi, but I believe it is real. Okay. A man named Chris Sevier. Sevier. Chris Sevier. He lives in the state of Alabama. He is suing the state of Alabama because he considers himself a machinist and is sexually attracted to computers <laughs> and the machines and he's suing the state of Alabama because they they don't recognize his sexuality, nor do they recognize his marriage to his computer. <laughs> what a moron. Yeah. His marriage to his computer? He okay. got married to his computer in New Mexico. For real. And now he's filing a federal lawsuit because Alabama is not recognizing the union of him and his computer. Or other humans won't recognize it. Other humans probably does, also not. Does the computer get health care? Uh, that I'm not sure about. He claims to, quote, have married an object in New Mexico with female-like features. What does that mean? Well. Does that mean he got himself a sex robot? No, just his computer that he considers to have female-like features. Okay. I'd love to know what computer has female features. Like, where does it go? USB slot, I guess. Well, it's a small little it. <laughs> USB slot. His argument, quote, is this. This is his there's argument. No, there's no argument. This is his argument. Okay. 
Not my argument. You can follow? His argument. His argument. Got it. Quote, if gays can marry each other, why can't I marry my laptop? So this is Chris Sevier, a machinist. I always used to love that argument when people would be against like gay marriage and stuff. They'd go, <laughs> that their argument used to, and, and it's gotten better for the most part. Most people are, I would say more people are accepting. They'd go, what's next? Marry your dog? Well, a dog is not a human being. So stupid. I think like the only, this guy with his stupid computer. The only thing of humor that's pro-gay marriage, humorous is what I'm yes. talking about here. That I have found, and to this day, and I think the men find it funny, and the yes. women do not, for regular marriages, and you know where I'm going. Yes. If we can be miserable, <laughs> allow them to be miserable. <laughs> and every guy that mentions that joke yes. uh, loves it, right. and every wife hates it, and you get, well, what does that mean? Were you, were you miserable with me? No, honey, it's just funny. That Laugh. is the hack of gay marriage. Joke. It is funny, though. You have to agree that's funny. So, yep, that's what's going on, Jerry, in uh, Alabama. Big okay. lawsuit. I'd love to get on the jury for this if I live there. They're not really wasting oh. the court's time, are they? Like, who would hear a case like that? Well, Jerry, this isn't, thrown out. this isn't the first time Chris Sevier has filed the lawsuit. I want, oh, he's done it before? He's also tried to sue Texas, Colorado, and Utah for, for the banging same, his computer. For the same thing, And yes. I wonder, how'd it go? Not well. Uh, not well. He has right. not been successful. I guess he's got 50 chances. Uh, yeah, he could go to all 50 so states. So a guy like that, does he just move from state to state with his laptop? And... I don't know. Well, How could he even afford that? Like, what's I this guy do no, for a living? I don't it doesn't know. say. You ever wonder what people do for a living yes. if you don't know? I love and to you know. you see them doing things in the middle of the afternoon like yes. why are you not at work right and then you see them at seven o'clock all right you didn't work during the day why are you here now like what do you do yeah like last tuesday or wednesday last wednesday i went to the um there's a an italian deli near my new home and i was like i'm gonna go get some fresh uh turkey yeah at, at the deli they make their own turkey there oh they i got them no they don't breed them that I'm aware of. I heard they just no, bring the turkey in and then they season it. Then. I heard no turkeys in the area. So. <laughs> but when I went when I went there and uh, I had to take a number, that's how many people were at the deli. On a Tuesday. At, at 11 o'clock a.m. Yeah. And I'm believe- looking around going, where's everybody? Is everybody going to go to work? Yeah. I know. On a Saturday or Sunday, you completely get it. Understand. I'll even, I'll even accept it on a Friday. Because it's get a out big early. day off day. Yes. But on a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, or a Thursday, God, go to work. Right. I'm actually uh, amazed how many men now don't work and the wives work. And really? How do I get in wa- on that? Like, I think it's great that the wives are oh, wonderful. Good for you. But how many guys are stay-at-home dads? I actually deal with like, yeah, deal. I have a, f- a couple of friends that do it, and they love it. And they love going at noon to go to the food shopping while the kids are in school. And they like, completely embrace the role. I think it's awesome. I think I could be a stay-at-home dad. I love the idea of uh, just going food shopping. I could be a stay-at-home dad in this sense. I'd have to be working a business of mine. Like a a home business, a business you could run from your home? I would be totally good if I didn't have a job anymore, but I was running, and it doesn't have to be a business that's making us a fortune, even just something that made $20,000, $25,000, just something for some play money or the food money or whatever. I could totally do that as long as I, to me, there's got to be, for me, I'm speaking for only myself, the kids are in school. In the summer, a stay-at-home dad, oh, I mean, that would be awesome. Wake up, 
where are we going? Well, great. And I, I do enjoy that in the summer because I'm home at 1230. But when they're in school, you've got to have some sense of worth of doing something, don't yes, you? I would think so. So while I could, if I had the money, be a stay-at-home dad and then play golf basically full-time if my back ever healed up while they were at school, in the meantime, I would need something to do for a few hours a day that would give me some sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say, I guess satisfaction is probably the right word. I could be a, definitely be a stay-at-home dad if I didn't have children. You mean if you had children? No, if I didn't have children. Oh, you want to be a stay-at-home dad and do nothing? More or less like a stay-at-home husband. So really what you want to do is just quit your job. And just, well, no, I would vacuum and take care of the house. Like, I love doing laundry, Jerry. You do, really? Why? Yeah. Because laundry feels like I've accomplished something, and yet I could have also watched television. Of course, in fairness, when Al does laundry, it's a T-shirt, a pair of jeans, and two socks. I don't really do by jeans very often. <laughs> Fine. It's a lot it's, of T-shirts. It's a shirt, a couple of pairs of drawers, and a couple of socks, as opposed to at my house, it's laundry for four. <laughs> yeah, kids make a lot of laundry. Yes, they do. Right? Yes, they do. And so do dads and moms when they're exercising or they, they work out once every couple of days. That means two outfits a day, not one. In some cases, three if you're doing something else. But, yes, your laundry is not quite the laundry that we have. Yeah, I do, like, one load of laundry a Matter of fact, you shouldn't even call it doing the laundry anymore. You should just say... I can't go out and doing the shirt today. I'm uh, going to wash the shirt. <laughs> as soon as I run out of underwear, that's when I know. It's been a full week. What do you have, seven pairs? I think I have seven. I was kidding. Is that all you seven, have? Maybe ten pair. Ten's good. I might have ten pair of underwear. Ten's a good number. I like that. <laughs> so when I'm getting to the bottom of that, I go, okay, do the laundry. Yes. And I don't do any more of that separation of like colors no, and whites. No, throw all in cold water and just wash it. Unless it's brand new. Right. Something colorful that's brand new. Like you have brand new blue sheets that you have to wash separate at least the first time yeah the first maybe even the first couple times that's fair then i've got this item that uh i think my mom gave me it's a toilet paper though that she does give me all the time (laughs) this is some sort of uh some sort of sheet that you put in your laundry it's a color catcher really yeah so let's say you had something very colorful and brand new and you were going to put it in with light colored items you put this sheet in with the laundry and when the laundry's done, the sheet is the color. All the colors bleed onto this sheet. And that works? It works. I think Shout makes it. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you're still losing the color, though. Right, but it's not going on your other clothing. Right, not staining it's sucking up on this How about that? sheet somehow. Look at me and you breaking down doing the laundry. That's right, Jerry. What has happened to us? Jerry, I went out before to uh, pay uh, your parking okay. Thank uh, you. out front, and I... Couldn't help but notice you could use some new tires. I could, yes. <laughs> that is true. Now, I don't know where you normally get tires or what brand tires you normally get, Jerry, but may I suggest Kumo tires? Uh, yes, I go to Phil's Service Center in uh, Homedale. Maybe he sells Kumo tires. Phil's Service Center? Yes. Uh, well, here's the thing, Jerry. This fall, you're going to want a new set of Kumo Tires and you can save seventy dollars through October thirty first. Where do I now? Where would I know? How would I find a dealer that that has them? Great question. You would go to Kumo dot. No, I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm gonna edit this out. Jerry, you would simply go to Kumo USA dot com. Nice. And I'm sure you punch in your zip code and it tells you where you could get Kumo tires. I imagine. Let me so. spell that for you. 
Tires is T-I-R-E-S. Yes, it is. Kumo Tires is what I recommend. K-U-M-H-O. KumoUSA.com. If you do it before October 31st, you're going to get $70 off. I do drive a lot, too. And here's the thing. You do want... I know last year, I timed it out so I got new tires before the winter hit. Yeah. Because you don't want bad tires in the winter. I agree with you. I agree. So and then like will I you said, go to Kumo Tires then, Jerry, to ul- get your tires? I get some ultra-high performance yeah, handling. You sure will. Comfort and control to make sure I am ready to rock this right. winter. Jerry, here's the thing. When your car demands ultra-high performance <laughs> handling, comfort and control, choose Kumo. <laughs> I really think this has to be edited. Choose Kumo Tires. And go there, KumoUSA.com. No, Jerry, the reason why Kumo advertises with podcasts is because you get real uh, quality reads. We edit this. That's Fugazi. That would be true. Yes. I'm not editing that. A little part of it. Jerry, I have an article here. Do you, <laughs> do you realize that people watch... Pornhub on their phones. This is really the next story. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have left. I do. Yes, sure. On their phones. Yeah, you've you've done this before. I have not real. I have not. You no. You. I don't. I've never watched porno not, on my no, phone. No, 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 no. I oh, I've done this story. That. You've done a story. You did a story about uh, making. Sh- you did a story about the uh, the that was it. The lenses on the phones. Right. And how you couldn't believe that data will show people will watch pornography on their yes. phone and there's a camera right there. Right. You got to be very careful because you, you have, have a camera that. on your yes. phone. But not, you've th- done that. You've mentioned that. This story, though, Jerry, shows that, you know, people worry about watching porn on their computer because you could get viruses, right? Sure. Computer viruses. Right. Uh, you can't get actual viruses to your body watching porn. No. Computer viruses. Right. But they say if you watch on your phone, you're even more susceptible especially on android devices this article says because they don't have as much security huh and that check this out that women 80 percent of women that watch pornography watch it on their phone women do everything on their phone they love the phone yeah i mean everything is done on the phone so why not that right that doesn't surprise me does not surprise me either jerry what surprises me are the numbers and how many women watch porn Yes. And I think most of them will say they don't. Right. And I think they all lie to our faces. They do lie to our faces. So, I mean, data data has proven that, has it not? Yes, it certainly has, Jerry. So they're saying better to use your laptop or desktop computer if you're going to watch pornography. From Al Dukes. I've also heard that if you that if you pay for your porn, like let's say people always go, "Well, who pays for pornography because there's yeah. so much free porn?" That the free porn sites is where all the, the viruses live. And that if you do pay a pay site, they're 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 getting money from you so they don't need to sell your data. So, so they, they're you're a little more private. A little more uh less likely to get a computer virus. Which one do you like? Well, no one likes to pay for stuff, do you? Oh. But also don't like viruses. I save up all my money that I would pay for porn to get tires. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind of tires? Kumo. 
tires. The best. I need tires, by the way. In the business. They are good. And I know right now you can get on track this fall with a set of Kumo tires. And you can save $70 through October. That's Halloween, October 31st. And you find your dealer at KumoUSA.com. That's K-U-M-H-O-U-S-A.com. I know you did the meter for me before. I did, yeah. my car. I need tires. You need new tires. I got to go to Phil's Service Center and get myself some tires. Kumo tires. That was a really long commercial for Kumo tires. Very much so, yes. All right, Terry, the warm-up show is next. You'll be back tomorrow doing the warm-up show, doing the Boomer and uh, Carton show, and doing the post-game show. You so, got another busy day ahead of you. A little bit much is what you're telling a me. A little much. Uh, tomorrow, LaDainian Tomlinson will be in studio for a That's segment. a rough one for me. Really? Because that's a football player to a football player. Yeah, you're going to get no shot of talking. That was kind of like when Justin Tuck was here. Right. I mean, Boomer never, never even turned to even acknowledge me. Right. In fact, he turns his body so he's talking to the football player and you're blocked off. Right. I think Justin Tuck walked out and said, who was the other guy in the room? Who was that other guy? Right. But no, uh, all good, man. That okay. sounds great. So and a we'll lot of do... me, and uh, we got the warm-up now, right? Uh, well, uh, it comes on after I say, uh, so it's time to wake up with the warm-up show. Al and Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. All right, good morning to you. It's a Tuesday. What's up, Al? Dukes? Those sound effects make it seem like you have a pet monkey running I, around here, I Jerry. I feel like I'm at Animal Kingdom again. Oh, Animal Kingdom. Have you ever been there? I have. You have Animal Kingdom Great Disney Adventure. World? No, oh, I no. thought you meant the one in. Uh, That's at, the Safari. At Safari, <laughs> that I liked when the monkeys would go on people's cars. Well, that doesn't really happen anymore. It's all uh, blocked off. The the baboons can't like walk all no, over your car like I they used do, to. I don't think so. Now you drive through and uh, you don't drive your car anymore. Now you have to park and it's a ride and you get on like a big cargo van type deal, truck, whatever it is, and it's oh. got the open windows and you literally. Uh, take the path. You got a you got a tour guide, and all the animals are behind fences. I went one time with my friend Steve. He had just bought a brand new Saturn. Remember when I Saturns do. were a car? Yeah. And uh, these monkeys got on his car, and they they bend his uh, antenna. You know the yeah, yeah. the radio antenna had like a ball on the end of it, and the monkey was licking the ball. So you had a monkey licking balls on your car. But bend, you know the the thing. But then he was like. Picking at my friends, a windshield wipers. Let me ask you this. By the way, this portion sponsored by Indeed.com. What prevented the monkey at that time from jumping into the car? Well, we all you had to keep your window shut, but I would think they would jiggle with that you handle. You know people didn't. Right. People would want to feed the monkeys. Yes, that's why they, like idiots. That's why they don't do it anymore, Monkey. Jerry. Monkeys. Yeah, right, you can't do that anymore. No, no more good. with the monkeys. No more with Done. the monkeys. Done. Right. Jerry, I watched the uh, Yankee game last night, which was cool. It was. It being in City Field. I wanted I, to go. I love the idea that they only sold tickets on the bottom. It's all right. Here's what's bizarre now. After doing this with you for how long are we doing this? A year, two, whatever. Two it is. years, I don't Jerry. Know what it is. is it that long? Well, perhaps I think you might have exaggerated that. But when I turned the game on, and I did want to go. I mean, I think it's awesome what they're doing. Twenty five dollars, you get lower level seating, and if you were the first one in, you you could have sat behind home plate in a stadium in New York for less than eighteen thousand dollars. Very cool. But when I turned the TV on. And I see the game, and it took a little while for the lower bowl to fill up. But by the third, fourth inning, it was packed. And all I could think of is, this is aesthetically pleasing to Al Dukes. Very pleasing. Like, the faraway shots, I was like, oh, there's no one at this game, before I realized they wouldn't sell those tickets. But, yes, I had this idea, like, all baseballs should just be one level. Well, you know, the Oakland A's, they play in the Coliseum, and they completely tarp the upper deck. Now, it doesn't help them, because 15,000 people in a stadium that holds 80, even if you tarp the top... 
doesn't do what that did last night, but it does look good. I mean, it looked like it was a happening last night. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I see this uh, Ellsbury yesterday, Jerry. He re- Fascinating. Yeah, so he reached base on catcher's interference Yeah. for the 30th time in his career, Yep. breaking Pete Rose's record. Yes. Now, isn't this his fault then? Like no catchers interfere. No, 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 no. So what happens is, and I think even if you look last night, it was Wilson Ramos. I think is the catcher. He really reached. Now there have been times I have thought that Ellsbury has gone after the mitt. You know, having seen what the catcher's doing, you're really supposed to receive the ball. But a lot of guys go out and get it. Ramos really extended his arm, and I didn't think Ellsbury tried to do that last night on purpose. But why is it only happening to Ellsbury? I don't know. Perhaps he stands all the way far back in the bo- in the batter's box. I don't know. Maybe it's his type of swing where he's slashing at the ball and slapping at the ball. I don't know. But this doesn't happen to most people. Right. And so for Ellsbury, he's got something here because it's a good way. And that was right in the middle of their five-run inning. If I was the catcher, I'd be like, who do you, whose fault do you think it is? This guy who it's happened to the record 30 times yeah. or me? Well, no, apparently, according to the rules, it's it's you. Yeah, it's you. And then what, does he get first base for that? Yes, it's catcher's interference. You go to first base. It's ba- it's it's essentially like an error to the catcher. It's like a pass ball. You're giving away a base, and you're putting Ellsbury on base last night. If I was a batter in a slump, I would just try to slap the catcher's mitt. I'm surprised you haven't in one of the softball games. Try to get on base that way. <laughs> Go after the catcher. Come yeah. on. Well, break up a perfect game by whacking the catcher's <laughs> no, mitt. No, 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 with my no. No, 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 no. How many times have we done the unwritten rule? That's a stupid thing. The unwritten rules of baseball. You can't bunt in a no-hitter in the eighth inning if it's 5 nothing or something like that. You cannot. And this would be so you. Perfect game leading off the ninth inning. And here's Al Dukes in the batter's box. <laughs> yeah. Reaching for the glove, just trying to nick the uh, catcher's <laughs> mitt so I could get your ass out and poking back for the yeah. mitt. I just want to get but on base. You might get your face beat in after the game if you did that, because that would if, that would prevent the perfect if, game. If a perfect game's ever been ruined by catcher's interference, why don't you look it up? Why don't you Google it, Jerry? I have something now called uh, NFL news and notes. This is my category I'm doing for you. I think we should get a little uh, sound effect for NFL that. NFL news and notes according to the Dukes. Have that guy bring that jungle music back. That, was, <laughs> that guy. Sound like uh, the safari in here. <laughs> uh, so last night was uh, Vikings Saints. Yes. Uh, Adrian Peterson coming back to play the Vikings for the first time. Kind of, yeah. Why did they only give him the ball six times? Well, they didn't run it. I If, if you look at you know the what the, their game plan was... And this is what the league is. And that's why the Cowboys are so different in, in this day and age of the fo- of the NFL. They don't run the ball. They only ran the ball 16 or 17 times as a team, I think. Even the Giants, Sunday night. You realize Darlins or whatever, Orland, what's his name? Uh, Darqua. Darqua, Orlands, Darqua, and Paul Perkins ran the ball a combined, what was it, 10 times or something for 30 yards? Like, teams just don't run the ball anymore. Jerry, are you saying the NFL is a passing league? No, Al, I'm saying it's a lineup and just run it in your face. Yes, oh. of course it is. I'd be like this if I was Adrian Peterson. How about a swing pass? Something get well, me involved in the game. That is the way teams are going now, to basically mask the idea of not having a running game. That little short passing game acts as such. And then uh, cameras caught Adrian Peterson appeared to be yelling at Sean Payton. They both said it was nothing. Yeah. And it I don't looked know. like something. But you did it, though? See, I yeah. didn't think it looked like anything. Well, on the internet, Jerry, when you slow it down, it looks like Adrian Peterson gives him the death stare <laughs> like this. This is the problem. He was like this. 
like, give me the ball. Especially he went in there. If it was any other team they were playing, he'd probably be, okay, I wasn't part of the game plan. I but want this you is to the do Vikings. Some, will you do something Revenge. for me today? And maybe Eddie can jump on this as well. Anytime you guys want to say something, mm-hmm. death stare. To you? Or to both. get on the air today? Whoever. All right. Death stare it. When you give the death stare, it means something. <laughs> I guess. I, I. You know what? We pick up too much and we make too much out of nothing. Okay, here's my next NFL news and notes. News Jared. and notes news and number notes. two. The Roof in Atlanta, the, they play the Packers Sunday night. Brand new stadium. They've been in that one dome for 26 years. Right. And the one thing, uh, Chick-fil-A is not going to be open. Chick-fil-A will right. not be It'll open. Be They're Sunday, not right. open on Sundays. Right. Uh, they're they're considering opening the roof in Atlanta for the first time in 26 years. Right. Well, the Georgia it's, Dome couldn't be open because it was a dome. Correct. So that took a lot of the years <laughs> off. You had to cut a hole out. And then prior to that, they were in Fulton County Stadium. Right. Where the Cowboys played a uh, very big playoff game there years early ago. Early 80s. Uh, yes, early yeah. 81, I believe. Right. Um, so they're, they're thinking of opening the roof. But they said... That it right now, I guess it's not fully functional. That it takes quote hours and hours to open this roof, but once everything is good to go and the roof well, is, what does that mean? They said that when the roof is really ready to go, it's going to take eight minutes. Are they missing a battery pack or I something? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand this whole Mercedes Benz dome, I guess, yeah. or stadium, whatever they're calling it. If you go back to, I would say even early June, I think it was supposed to be open for June, and they had college games that were supposed to be there. They were supposed to do a whole bunch of events. They had to keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back because they were running into so many setbacks. I would think this. If you're telling me a roof that's supposed to take eight minutes, eight minutes, right, and it's taking, oh, I don't know, two hours. Hours. Leave it closed. Right. Because what if you open it? Right, leave it. Right, and then it rains, and now you'll have something like Texas Stadium where half the field will be wet, and the other half of the field will be dry, and it'll be like this one rectangle of wetness. Wetness. It wetness. also reminded me, uh, I have my car, I have either a moonroof or a sunroof. Yes. I don't know what the difference is between them. I don't know if Eddie knows. He's a car guy. Sure, yeah. But anytime <laughs> I open it, and I rarely open my roof, I always worry, like, this isn't going to close. Why? Like, it's going to get stuck in the open position. And that's what I'd be. If I was the Falcons, I'd be like, this might get stuck in the open position. You might be the biggest pessimist I've ever met. I mean, honestly, it could be 77 and sunny, and in your mind, mm, it could. could, There's a 9% chance of rain, though. If you use your moonroof every day, I would not worry about it. But when it's been like two years, I'm like, huh, I have not opened this in two years. Let me try it. open it it in two years? Because you forget that it's there. Who forgets that you have a hole in your roof? No, most of them have coverings now. Like, it slides open. I promise you, most people don't forget that they have a sunroof. But I'm telling you, every time I do it, I go, hmm, that's not closing. (laughs) Just a weirdo. Uh, This portion, by the way, are news and notes, are we going to continue with that? Are you more news and notes? Uh, I have one more okay, news Okay, good, note. good. Awesome. That's a radio tease. This portion is sponsored by <laughs> Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over yes. 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. News and note number three next on The Fan. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. 
All right, welcome back. This portion sponsored by Dove Men Plus Care and I Persprint. If you're just waking up, the Yankees did beat the Rays last night. They had one big inning and they wound up winning five to one. The NFL doubleheader, Vikings won, uh, as did the Broncos. Pretty wild finish to that game in Denver. We'll get to that, of course, throughout the morning. And uh, tonight you have the Yankees and Rays again from City Field as that series will continue. The Indians did win again and the Dodgers lost again. Pretty crazy. This portion sponsored by Dove Men Plus Care and I Persprint. No one wants to be the sweaty guy at work, right? So pick up some new Dove Men Plus Care. 91% of guys who use it recommend it. News and note number three. News and note number three, Jerry. These are called NFL news and notes. The Dolphins wanted to move their game from London to Miami. Yeah. The NFL said, no, yeah, sir. You know, it's funny because I saw the headline and your first thought is like, come on, guys. They yeah. just went through a hurricane. Give them the game back. But you know how many moving parts there must be to get that game reversed or switched from where it's scheduled in London. London. I think, yes, on the surface, it looks like, what? why are we not doing this? But I don't think it's as easy as you make it sound. How about this? Tell London you get another Jaguars game. I, you, I suppose you could do that. I mean, sure. Why not? The yeah. Are the Jaguars going to be able to play at home this week? I don't know. I mean, half of Jacksonville is underwater. Oh. I don't know. I, mean, I didn't see that. that. I did see that. I mean, you also have the keys basically gone. No, the keys and, look uh, like they're destroyed. It is a mess down there right now. You see parts of the Caribbean? Like gone. the islands gone. are Just gone. Just completely gone. Terrible. But Tampa didn't get hit as bad as they thought, I think. Right. Tampa has a Correct. home game this week. They, their uh, facility handled it okay and everything else. You know, they're in they're in. Uh, what about Charlotte. the fans, though? I mean, you, do you think that they'll, the, they'll have people in the building? I mean, I guess you can't. Yeah, they will. They'll have people in the building, much that, like, uh, you know, Houston had people in the building. Yeah, much like they did. They showed the thing on Monday Night Football last night. It was uh, the anniversary of the game they played uh, right after Hurricane Katrina. Right. Or not right after, but their yeah, first the game first back. Game. It was about a month later, though. Backed. Yeah, but that was a month later. People this want, is a people, week later. I know that. But, you know, like, I, like Al said, Tampa got hit hard, but not as hard as they thought it was going to get hit. Fascinating. Keep your radio locked.